Hello, my name's Karen O'Connor and you're listening to Isn't That Interesting? Hello and welcome. I want to talk today about making yourself wrong. I've done a fair bit of personal development work over the years and I really enjoy it. And one of the things that I love about it is being able to get into other people's worlds, to understand where they're coming from, what they're thinking, why they're thinking it, all of those things I find fascinating. And one of the first things there's kind of several tracks I want to go down with this and that's why I'm kind of I'm trying to get my thoughts in order on this so I might go do a bit of meandering which is what I normally do anyway so please excuse me one of the first things that I learned as I was doing all this personal development work was that I am not my thoughts I'm not and the voice in my head is just an opinion it's an opinion. It's my opinion. It's, I don't know, someone else's opinion, the opinions I've inherited from my dad or my grandma or whoever, my teacher, everybody's, everybody's opinions. There's opinions there. And one of the things I found most fascinating about in doing all this personal development work in learning to look at myself and to look at others is learning how to separate me from all those thoughts and experiences because you know there's that old I don't know whether you ever heard it but that story that said 10 people can be sitting around a campfire and something happens and you'll get 10 different versions of what happened because we all see it from a different perspective and with different experiences and different ideas of what occurred and we add meaning to everything So if somebody cuts us up when we're driving, my first thought in that regard is, oh, my God, what an idiot. I can't believe they did that. Some people are just stupid. I form an opinion and I voice that opinion in the car. Actually, I'll tend to do it out loud if there's nobody in the car. And I'll tend to do it really loudly. I'll be yelling at the person in front of me. Most of the time in company, it's just a thought that goes through my head. One of the best things for me about doing the personal development work is being able to have that thought and not be that thought, not have that thought be me. If Does that make sense? It's kind of like, yes, that thought went through my head, but I'm not choosing to take that thought on board as my own. It's something I could think but I don't have to think it. And that's what I've, I've really loved about doing all the personal development work. This week, something happened. And I spent probably a day really angry about it. Really, I mean, really angry about it. And then I spent another day just assimilating it, basically lying around, not doing a lot, not feeling sorry for myself, but certainly just it was it was a big deal and I spent the day just not doing a lot and then I spent another day whinging to everybody (laughs) everybody that I trusted like oh my god I can't believe this what's happened do you know what they've done blah 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 doing all that kind of thing and then I woke up the following morning and it was gone and 
I have a friend, she's called Jane, and we talk most days and we've been on this personal development. She's one of the people that first introduced me to all the personal development work 20 odd years ago. And we still have conversations and it's great because we can really dig into things and it's really I love analysing things, as you probably guessed by now. I love analysing my behaviours and my thought processes and my actions and the things I choose to take offence at and the things that don't really bother me. And we had a long conversation about this yesterday because I realised that the reason I was able to let all this go was because I'd allowed myself to experience it. I didn't become it. It didn't sink into my DNA or anything. I just got angry. Well, I got upset and then I got all, I don't know what the word is, overwhelmed, I suppose. Then I got angry and then I let it go. And I kind of realized that one of the things that I really enjoy doing is experiencing all those things, but not having it stick around. So I kind of go through the process. And and my thinking on that is what you resist persists. So if I'm going to go, oh my God, I shouldn't be feeling that way. And I did do this, right? I shouldn't be feeling that way. I should just let all this go. And it doesn't mean anything about me. And using all of those personal development techniques to, in effect, make myself wrong. And I chose not to do that. And I'm fortunate enough to be surrounded by people who also don't do that. They don't necessarily, sometimes they coach me, but they don't necessarily coach me on what I'm going through or what I'm saying. They just get it. And when you can talk in, when I can talk into that space of just being heard, it takes the power out of whatever it is. And it allows me to go, ah, okay. Yep. I've been heard. I can do what I want with this now. It gives a lot of freedom, an awful lot of freedom. Going back to where I started, one of the things I've really enjoyed of all the personal development world is learning how to get into other people's worlds and learning how to understand their viewpoint. And this is building on what I just said about being okay with experiencing everything. Because what I noticed for a long time I just find it fascinating to try and look at things from other people's viewpoints. But in order to do that, in order to truly understand where somebody else is coming from, you have to give up your own viewpoint. So how can I explain this? I haven't got my phone on me. There's this letter, right? Now, this letter has two sides. You're looking at that side. Now, if you described it, you'd say, you know, there's this blue and white, blue and yellow logo here and there's some writing. I can't see anything on the back. It's completely different. So in order for me to see what you're seeing, I have to come and move around there to see it. So I can no longer see what it is I'm looking at from this point of view which is great. It's really valuable and it's really fascinating and really scary sometimes because when I try and get into somebody else's world and understand if it's about me, right? So somebody's made a complaint about me and this is actually relevant to what happened this week. So somebody's complained about something I've done and 
in order for me to understand their perspective, I have to give up my point of view and I have to go around to their point of view and look at it from where they're standing. It can be really quite scary for me when I do that because I realize how I come across to people and how what I'm saying can hurt the other person or cause pain or damage them or something else. And for a long, long, long time, I struggled with that because, and here's the nub of what one of the things I learned this week, because if I see something from somebody else's perspective pertaining to me and I understand their point of view as to why they're upset or angry or whatever with what I said, then that must mean that I'm wrong because there's a, you're either right or you're wrong. There's, it's black and white. This was my thinking, right? So if they were right in everything they thought and going around to their viewpoint, it looked like they were right about everything they said, then that meant that I must be wrong. And for a very long time, I actually found it really disempowering to understand something from somebody else's viewpoint. And it meant that I lost a lot, not just a lot of self-confidence in myself, I lost a lot of confidence about my own opinions and experiences and everything else because as soon as I got into somebody else's world and understood things from their viewpoint, it made my viewpoint wrong. And it took a long time for me to be able to let go of that because and, and to be able to kind of realize that there is no black and white. There's no right or wrong in our experience because none of us can experience anything in the same way that somebody else can because we've all got different personalities, different upbringings, different experiences. We're all different. Might only be slightly different, but we are all different. And so while I can understand somebody else's perspective, it doesn't mean that that's the right thing for me or that's where I should be. But it took me, I have to say, the longest it's ever taken me to learn anything was that, that in understanding somebody else's viewpoint and in validating somebody else's viewpoint, it doesn't mean that my viewpoint is invalid or wrong or anything else. And I'm just thinking about it now. Isn't it interesting? You know, this all the personal development work is about being accepting of yourself and gaining confidence and what have you. And I turned it into a negative thing. I turned it into proof that I'm wrong. There's something wrong with me. I never get it right. There's, you know, it's just, I was wrong, 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 wrong. I'm not good enough. All those other things that I mean, I turned it into that. And this week I kind of realized again that there's no right and there's no wrong. It's not black and white. Everything is valid just because that person thinks that, and I can understand it doesn't mean, doesn't, detract in any way from my perspective and my belief and my opinion about anything. Now, a really classic example of making yourself wrong for me. A few months ago, when I was selling all the stuff for the house, I put up just one of my little funny posts on Facebook and I said 
something along the lines of, I've realized that I'm really crap at selling stuff online because I put something up for a price that I think is fair and reasonable and then some moron comes along and offers me 20% of what I'm asking for. And my first thought is, look, it's just a whole line of bleeps about what I thought of them and what they could do with their offer. And I put that post up and it was really interesting the number of people who responded with <laughs> telling me that I needed anger management and talking to me about explaining to me about how I shouldn't allow myself to have these kind of thoughts and blah, blah, blah. And for me, I was like, well, you missed the point. One, it was supposed to be funny, but also I completely disagree. I had that thought. It whizzed through my head. Now, the power is in choosing to act on that thought or not, in choosing to be that thought or not. And the power is in noticing it and noticing it that the thought isn't me, if that makes sense. It's just a thought. It's there and it's gone. It's gone. It doesn't exist unless I hang on to it. And I can tell you right now, if I put energy into that thought and went, oh, my God, I should not be thinking things like that. Oh, my God. And started beating myself up for doing that. That thought's going to stick around. Instead, this is how I deal with it. I just had a laugh about that thought, you know, all the personal development work that I do. And my first thought when somebody does that is still, well, aren't you an effing so-and-so? That's my first thought. There's, I'm human. We're all human. And I think if you are trying to train yourself to not have any bad thoughts, to just be happy and just think the good things and just focusing on only ever experiencing the good, I think probably a little bit delusional, my opinion, but also you're not allowing yourself to be human. And you're making it really serious. This is how it lands for me. Might work for you. That's fine. How it lands for me is that giving far too much power and making it far too significant. Just one little thought. Like, who cares? It's one little thought. Let it go. It's like the blooming mozzie. Go and get a can of Aerogarden. Spray it, you know? It's not a big deal. It's really not. I suppose a lot of this is about... Uh, kindness, tolerance, and just, but it's it, it actually more than that. It's actually a basic acceptance and acknowledgement for me that I am not my thoughts. There's no good thoughts or bad thoughts. There's only thoughts that I choose to act on and thoughts that I don't. And I can do that because my thoughts are not me just like the clouds in the sky are not me. They're really pretty and they can affect my mood. If it's too cloudy for too long, I might get a bit bad tempered. But they're not me and my thoughts are the same. They don't exist anywhere. I hope that all made sense. So I'm going to go off and let my thoughts do what they will and I'm going to be me underneath it and I hope you can be the same. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends.
Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you're leaving with some thought-provoking information that can make a difference in your life. See you next time.